You're making sure your boob doesn't fall out well, uh, on I camera. Well, first I crossed my legs the other way, and then I was pulling down my dress <laughs> and to I feel make like, sure I don't look I feel look like I have feet. a booger. Okay. <laughs> That's the way to start the show. Uh, but all cameras are rolling and sound is recording. Yes. Welcome to the show. We uh, are very excited about this episode. I, I've been excited to talk. Like, are you? Yes. I've been... Uh, Why are you so excited? I, I don't know. I, I just like... It's our weekly therapy session. Oh, which... you still have a big old bat in the cave. Uh, all right. Let me go get it. I'll be right back. <laughs> Do the sponsors. Oh, we have wonderful sponsors. Um, thank you to Aztec Chevy. If you are going to buy a car, give those guys a shot. We love our Aztec Chevy team in Beeville and they are fabulous. They will help you out. Also picked cherries. If you guys haven't had a chance to play with the app, would you please, please download picked cherries for us and start clipping cherries of the podcast. You can do little one-minute clips and share them with your friends. And we'd love to see what people are clipping out for picked cherries. You talking about picked cherries? I did. I did Aztec Chevy. I did picked cherries. And you are so much better at it than I am. But and of course, have... Old Salt Coffee. Trevino 10 is the code. Um, I will say that we got a, an update for picked cherries. It is blowing up. Is it? 250,000 hours of podcasting. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's really cool and exciting. Are people that... picking cherries of our no. podcast? I don't think they give a shit about ours, but <laughs> there are some people that are good enough to, to be, to pick a picked, cherry, pick cherries. Yes. But, um, I just, I, I worked out with chief this morning and I, I, we had, to, I ended up, we were so busy for the past couple of weeks and I, I wasn't able to do my, my private jujitsu lesson. Uh -huh. Um, and, and I'm, I'm getting ready to test and oh, man, you know, it, it, it drives me crazy how hard it is to lose weight, how hard it is to build stamina, how hard it is to get strong, but two weeks. And you're a dude. I think it's even harder for women as they get older and no hormones and all that start coming into play. I mean, play. just miss missing two weeks today kicked my ass. Yeah. And I'm like, I was fine. I was doing great. You know, we, we do well, the- good. I'm glad somebody kicked your ass. We, we well. <laughs> That's your favorite part about Chief coming over is, is Chief whipping my ass. But, you know, we do about we do about uh, 20 to, to 30 minutes of technique, and then we spar for another 30 minutes. And, yeah. oh, my gosh, like minute 15, my side was hurting. And, I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't help that right now in Texas, and I'm sure everywhere, it's 105 degrees outside. It's 90. And you're doing it in the garage. In the morning, I'm in the garage, all ghetto. But um, it, it's just frustrating when you, when you, the ups and downs of, of, fitness, you know, and, and I think, um, you know, it's funny cause we've known Rick for quite some time now and, and mm -hmm. I've seen Rick struggle and I've seen Rick, you know, go through, uh, moments where you're like, God, oh, Rick, you're doing great. You look good. You know? And then, and then Rick's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I gave it up, yeah. you know? Um, but it is so hard. I mean, I am, I am making sure that I am being more aware of the things that I eat and yeah. when I eat them. Um, oh, I'm aware I had those salted caramel swear squares from Sam's, like five of them the other night. Because I just kept going back to the pantry. It's like, just one more. Just one more. I, I started recording my food on the Samsung app. And uh -huh. it's crazy. Like, when you look at all of a sudden, it's like, well, I eat oatmeal. Well, good in fiber, saturated fat. And you're like, oh, my God. I, I'm just using that as an example. Uh -huh. I don't know exactly. But, yeah. you know, and, and I have it set for 2,000 calories. And then I've only had two meals and I'm at like 1800. I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah, you know, and then it shows you like, Hey, this is ideal carbs, 
uh, sugars, fats, right? And I'm never ideal. Yeah. I'm under the calories, but I'm not ideal as to the things the that balance I'm, that in I'm, your food. Yeah, the balance and the things I'm supposed to be eating. So it was just frustrated, frustrating today to have had taken the two weeks off, come back, and, and just to see how much I digressed. You know, and I think you go through that, you know, when you miss. Well, the bike you know what's weird? I, I, if I. I can tell when I've hit the bike several days in a row that I just, my body, I need to take a day off to give my body a chance. Cause then I, heal. I can't, yeah. yeah, I can't hit that mark again. But if I take like a week off the first day, I'm usually like really good. It's the second day that kicks, kicks me in the ass. ass. Yeah. yeah. And well, we work out sometimes at the same time and fucking Renee's on that damn echelon bike and, and the, the douchebag instructors. <laughs> I, I mean, chief and I are trying to do badass shit, right? We're trying to do jujitsu. And all I hear is, come on, girls, we're going to crank it up. Let's go to 29. Let's work hard. And I'm like, oh, and then it's the worst fucking music. And I'm just, I'm just and, and you were sweet today. You were like, five more minutes. I'm almost done. Yeah. I'm almost done. But it was like, I try to get in there and finish before you get in there. Cause then you want me to use headphones. And what I like sweat like a pig. So there's no way that you said pig. I did not ear. just to be clear. Yeah, you called yourself a pig. I, I did, did not. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank um, you. In your little yellow sundress. Thank you. Is that a rental? What is it? It is a rental. Um, I am so excited of all the new people that are coming in. You know, it is so freaking cool. And, and I am. You mean to the shows? New people coming to the shows? Social media, the oh. shows, you know. Um, and I, 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 if somebody, you know, sends me a message says, hey, we're, we're new to you. We think you're great or yeah. whatever. We now love the podcast. We now love you and Renee, you know. Um, you're hilarious, you know, uh, legend, you know, shit like that, where I'm like, yeah. wow, man, I always send him a message that says, welcome to the family. And it's funny. Cause now I get, who is this? Is this Steve? <laughs> or is this like some social media team? And I'm like, well, no, it's me. Like I'm telling you, yeah. cause I, I do try, even though it is getting overwhelming, I do try to see and respond to as, as many messages just to kind of have an idea of what's going on. Well, and 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 I want people to know how much they mean to me. So I, I really try to respond. But yeah. we went to Minneapolis for the first time. Yes. And it was so funny because after the show, somebody came up to me and they go, it's so funny because you always say we. You don't yeah. say I. You know, and I go, well, because it is that's, we. That's purposely chosen. That's like a purposeful decision that you make. Well, no, but I feel that way. Yeah. You know, when I walk on stage and I go, hey, we are so happy you came out tonight. I know that you're at home happy, you yeah. know, and, and I know that, that the life we live, that both of us are really happy that people come to my shows. Right. Yeah. So I always say we, but it was really cool. And, and, you know, I don't know if I wasn't doing it on purpose, you know, but it's really cool that a fan did come up, a family come up and they go, you know, it's really cool that you say we. Yeah. You know, that's really cool. That you include. I go, I go, really? It's my whole family. Like. Yeah. You know, you guys feed my family. So yes, we are all very happy that you came to my show. Yeah. You know, and we are a team, but, um, we were at the mall America. Yes. Dude. It was insane. The kiddos and I didn't get end up going. Cause no. we were like, we looked at tickets last minute, but they were so, they were so crazy. expensive. And, and it was like, if it was cheap, yes, the mall of America would have been cool to take my family, but I'm not paying, I'm not spending Disney money. <laughs> to go to the mall of America, you know, I mean, but, but it was, it was, it was quite impressive. Yeah. It was quite impressive. 
there was every single restaurant that you can imagine that but you've we ever have seen. Littles, I feel they like would have liked it. They would have, yeah. Well, I just think of Mall of America, and I think of like teenagers wandering the mall. You know, a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, we would not have wanted to be there. I mean, when I tell you that there was a a line out of every restaurant, yeah, there was a line and a wait out of every restaurant, and I was like, oh no. But I, not to go in a store and shop, right? No, there was lines for people trying to get into the Gucci store and the, the oh, you know, see, I, the, I don't, I don't the Louis Vuitton store. And, you know, I mean, there was people waiting in line. I guess they were coming out with a new uh, sneaker. Uh, sneaker, and sneaker? then yeah, so yeah. there was this huge line of people waiting to get the sneaker. But but it was it was um, quite impressive. And if yeah. you find yourself in that area or passing through, it is worth a stop. Yeah. It's definitely worth the stop. But so the comedy club is actually in the mall. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, I'm staying at the JW Marriott in the mall. Uh-huh. And for me to walk through the mall to get to my comedy club, it took me 15 minutes. It's like Vegas, like walking yeah. from the signature towers down to the casino. It the was MGM. I mean, it was a walk. Wow. 15, 10 to 15 minute walk. I mean, it was a walk. Yeah. You and got it, your steps in. Well, it's trippy too, because you're like Man, because I mean, it's a giant three, four-story square. Okay. And you're like, if you go the wrong way, like I went the wrong way once, uh-huh. and I was like, oh my God, like this is, I fucked up. So it literally is like a cube. A big old cube, yeah. yeah. But, but it was really cool. But I have to say, and I, somebody told me that it, it, I guess it's not the Midwest. How is that not the Midwest, Rick? How are they not the Midwest? Somebody came up to me and goes, oh, well, we're not the Midwest. And I'm like, yeah, you are. They don't think of it as the Midwest. What do they think of it as? They think they're more East Coast. No. I, I, that's what I told. I go, you're Midwest. And they were like, no, we're not Midwest. I'm like, I, when I think Midwest, I, I think of your accent. <laughs> you know? I didn't think about that, their accent. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, they're. Yeah. Well, they're Oh my God. Right. I don't know how they say it, but <laughs> I was going to say that sounds Canadian, <laughs> but I have to give it up to, um, so friendly. Yeah. So friendly. So hyper aware of other human beings. Yeah. You know, you're walking through the mall and somebody would cut you off and you would say, Oh, sorry. And then they would say, sorry. Or they would say, sorry first, mm -hmm. you know, and Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So polite. And, 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 and I just wish the rest of the world was like that. You know, very aware of other human beings. Yeah. Very, very, very um, polite and cordial. You know, it, it just made me feel welcome. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there's definitely certain cities where there's like a lack of personal space. And, and a lack of, of being aware of other human beings. Yeah. You know, no, you know, very few times that I was walking through the mall where there was just a group standing in the middle of the hallway. Right. I mean, it was everything was smooth. People were aware of their surroundings. They were aware of other people. I mean, it was just really great. And, and the crowds were amazing. Yeah. And it was so weird to me because the only show we didn't sell out, which happens a lot, not anymore, but, it, but that's the one that's a tough one is the second show Friday. Uh -huh. However, we sold out Thursday. Thursday was the first show to sell out. Yeah. But you also had What's a What's happening on Thursday night? I don't know. But, but 
We, there was a lot of people. Maybe people don't want to brave the mall on the weekends. There's, there was a lot of people that go, we don't come to this mall. If you live there. If, it's we, like li- such a if we live here, we don't come to this mall. It is all tourists. We've seen it. We've done it. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah. We never come to this mall. Yeah. You know, so there was a lot of that. Can you imagine how fun it would be to go back to school shopping at the Mall of America? Like as a teenager, how amazing. Dude, it was in, it was insane. Yeah. It was insane. But and the and the whole crazy part was apparently, and I don't know if this was planned, probably, because I know this business, uh-huh. the Mall of America was having a Latino Tejano music fest. A Tejano music fest? Yes. Like Tex-Mex It was music? No, it was, it was regional and Tejano music. Oh, wow. And so they have this big um, circle, huge circle where they, you can look down from all three floors or four floors. Uh-huh. And then they have a big floor area and they had a stage, uh-huh. right? And it was Thursday, Friday night, Friday night. Um, and I, I knew he was Texan. Like I'm, I'm on stage... There's this dude wearing a black cowboy hat. He's got a beard down to here. Uh-huh. He just looks so South Texas. Right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I spotted him. I saw him, you know, um, there with his wife. His wife is a huge fan of ours. Uh, Vicky is her name. And then afterwards, he came up to me and he's like, I am friends with Carlos Alvarez. And we are friends with Carlos Alvarez. We love Carlos, right? Yeah. And uh, he goes, I am a, a Tejano singer and accordion player. My name is Sonny Salceda. And I'm like, oh, I've seen you. I was going to say that name sounds on so On social familiar. media. Dude, he is amazing. The energy that he brings to it. You got to look this guy up. Oh, I think the accordion is such a cool instrument. But the I way would he, love for Garrett to learn how to play an oh accordion. Oh my God. The way he dances on stage and the way he like, at the end of his set, he, he bites the accordion and goes in circles and the accordion's like flying around. What do you mean he bites the he accordion? He bites the, the strap of the accordion. And he spins it around and then throws it with his mouth. Like, it's insane. <laughs> um, I have feeling, does this, is this on YouTube? I want to see this. But here's what, here's what was crazy. You happen to be in the Mall of America when I'm there. Yeah. Follow me. You're friends with a mutual friend, which uh-huh. is not too surprising. Yeah. But you also live in New Braunfels. Oh, no way. Your wife also went to high school with Jake. In San Marcos. Oh, that's random. She's like, I know Jake. I'm like, you know Jake? Yeah. And right now I'm using Jake's name for the Slitterbond um, cabana joke. Uh-huh. And she's like, I knew it. I knew it was Jake. I know Jake. I went to high school with Jake. How funny. So not only do they live in New Braunfels, not only do we have mutual friends. It's a small, They small found world. themselves in Minneapolis the same weekend that I'm there. We hung out with them. We had drinks. We had a great time. Um, and, and just really good, good people. Yeah. You know, and, and, and an incredibly talented guy. Uh, he's shorter than me. And he showed me his one. He has this one um, TikTok that has gone viral. Uh-huh. Right. You can look it up. And uh, all the comments are about his ass. Because Is it he, impressive? You look for yourself on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I have the leg show. He has the ass show, you know. But, but it is like, yeah, people are like, that's fake. That's not his ass. Like, I mean, it's no, crazy. No, no, don't look this up. That's hilarious. How does his wife feel about it? Oh, she loves it. You know, and, and that's another thing that was cool is, you know, she did travel with him and uh-huh. she handles the merch and she um, tours quite a bit together uh-huh. with them. Yeah. You know, so 
that was also really cool that here's this couple in the entertainment business like us. We need to have him on the podcast because yeah, it sounds you know, like he's, it. He tours and, and and cut to a clip of his uh, oh my God, ass dude. on TikTok. It is so funny, Renee. Like you look it up. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I don't think I have TikTok on my you phone. I think TikTok? Garrett took TikTok off. Um, but I had a, I had a great weekend. Um, even oh, then we went to go see Nope, the Jordan Peele movie. Yes. Uh, you know what? I am not well. I don't get to go to the movies as much as you do, but I haven't even seen the trailer for it. I just, when we were in California, there were billboards for it everywhere. Well, first of all, I don't think horror movies are ever scary. I don't get it. I oh, think, I hate them. Like the buildup of the music I, and I, I know something is going to happen. It gives me like a sick feeling in my stomach. I'm like, just get I, to the point already. I kind of think they're all dumb, if Ooh, I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but that was going to be our Saturday activity to kill time. Uh-huh. And I wasn't going to watch where the crawdads live without you. I've heard mixed things about it, but, really? but you're right. It's a movie. That's a movie you go see with your wife. Yes. So I wasn't going to go sit with Dave J and <laughs> watch. Hold where hands the with Timmy. Yeah. Um, so he was like, Hey, I'm going to go watch. Nope. You want to go see? I said, sure. We'll go watch. Nope. And it is a nope. It is a nope. <laughs> it is a nope. Um, <laughs> I'm sure are all the reviews saying that it's a, it's a nope. Yeah. Some reviews, I mean, some people like it, but you know, I mean, it was, it wasn't that great. Yeah. In my opinion, it was kind of weird in the beginning and slow and you know, I, I, Rick, are you into horror? Not in Yeah. I don't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, we watched it. I mean, but it's such a money making thing. People love them. Like globally worldwide. Isn't horror the genre that makes the most money, Rick? Ah, well, it was done really cheap. It was not that great. Yeah. Um, kind of weird, but that was my weekend and I missed you guys terribly this weekend. The kids and I had a really chill weekend. They slept in my bed both nights. Cause by the end of the day, I'm just so tired to like put both of them to bed. I end up passing. What happens is I pass out in bed with Garrett at like 8.30 and then I wake up two hours later in his bed <laughs> which is super low to the ground and uncomfortable and then I when I come to my bed I can't fall back asleep you know because I just had a two hour nap so when you're gone I'll well, that's what always makes put me, them both in my that's bed that's what always makes me laugh about you you're like I am exhausted and I'm so tired and I'm like yeah me too you know and I'll lay in bed and we're, we're like alright well good night good night good night love you love you love you, love you and good night good night blah 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 and then we go to bed or I'm trying to go to bed and then there's just this glow <laughs> coming from Renee's face because she's on the phone. And then I'm like, all right, well, maybe she's going to go to bed in a minute. She says she's tired. And then I lay down again and I'm like, why is it so damn bright in here still? 30 minutes later, I, I look at you and your still face is still glowing. And, and, then, and then in the morning, the whole morning, I'm exhausted and I'm tired. I'm like, well, I don't know if you didn't spend three fucking hours. But that's the only time I get on my phone. Like, I'm terrible about checking my phone during the day because I'm running around doing stuff. And so really the only time I get on my phone is at the end of the day. For, for hours. Yeah. And then you wake up and I'm exhausted and I'm so tired tired and leave me alone That's not and I'm going to be grumpy tell you that. and I'm no. just like, Oh, well, if you would have gone to bed when you said you were going to bed, that would have been awesome. All right. I, what, I'm not trying to start a fight. You're giving me attitude. <laughs> Don't give me attitude. Uh, um, why do we even start talking about my phone? Well, no, because it's, it is funny to me that, that Oh, cause I was talking about the kids sleeping in my bed. Yes. I pass out with the kids. And how no, you when, you're gone, it's, when you're gone, it's so chill. We had a really chill weekend the kids um it was so cute they put on their swimsuits and uh i put them in we have a big bathtub here 
huge. And I don't ever let him in it because it's like such a thing, you know, and it makes a big old mess. But this time I, um, I let him in and I didn't realize there was a bottle of bubbles by the bathtub. And I'm like, I go to do laundry to like do something in the kitchen and I hear mom, mom. And I'm like, Garrett, I'll be right there. Mom, Garrett, I'll be right there. Give me a minute. Mom, mom, come here. I walk into the restroom. There it's are overflowing. bubbles everywhere. I know. I cleaned the t- tub. <laughs> I'm aware. No, but I didn't realize when you, poor Garrett was like, I was like, Garrett, how much of the bottle did you dump in there? Once you turn on the jet, it just it gets like, things amplifies it well i mean you did send me the most beautiful cute pictures and that was worth cleaning the tub um because delilah was so darn cute and it would they had so much fun she like literally had a bubble butt like just a bubbles everywhere. literally a bubbles butt, not like south say not not like sunny's but she literally had a bubble butt and she's getting so cute dude and she's becoming so attached to me and she grabs my little finger she'll pull you in the kitchen and she'll start pulling me and go wrestle wrestle Wrestle. Oh, that's cute. And then she'll go to the bed and she'll hit the bed and look at me like, wrestle, wrestle. Because <laughs> I wrestle with her on the bed and, and she loves it. And now, and, and like Garrett, it's, it's funny because with Garrett, you know, Garrett and I would organically end up inventing games. Uh-huh. Right. And one of the games that, that when, when Garrett was that age to like four, one of the things that we would do is that if he put his foot in my face, that it would put me to sleep. Oh, and yes, would, I remember. It would, it would yeah. knock me out. And the only way that he could wake me up was with is by kiss. giving me a kiss on the cheek, right? So he'd put his feet in my face and I'd, I'd you, know, you know, pass out. And he'd giggle and giggle and giggle, you know. And, <laughs> and then he'd stack pillows on top of me because I was asleep. And then he'd wake me up with the pillows on top. And I'd be like, how did these pillows end up on top of me? And he'd, you know, <laughs> he would laugh so hard. But, but it was funny because I kind of wanted to do the same thing with Delilah. Because I'm like, oh, Garrett and I really loved doing that and it was really fun and and I thought okay I'll encourage that with Delilah didn't work no so now she invented a game where she she pretends to sleep yes it's so funny and she goes blanket 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 and then I put the blanket on her and then I go and then she goes leave leave I go I'm gonna leave if you're gonna go to sleep I'm gonna leave then I start walking off then I turn around I'm not gonna leave and then I jump on the bed and she giggles and giggles and giggles and then we laugh and we roll around and she goes no 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 blanket blanket sleep leave like so we have our little game now she loves to crawl into Garrett's bed too and pretend to sleep I don't know where I don't know where the pretending to sleep came from (sighs) 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 and it's the eyes wide open but but the and, but the funny part is with her, we have to do the whole thing. What do you mean? She, like ha- there's a- she can't just pretend to sleep. We then have to put the blanket. I have to pat her like she's going to sleep. Uh-huh. She'll tell me, no, no, pat, 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 pat you know. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I'm going to leave. And then she'll go, leave, leave. And then I'm going to leave. And then we do the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then we have to start over. And she's like, blanket, blanket. <laughs> like she has her little system that when we have to do all, she's very demanding, like her mom. But... <laughs> But I am, I am. She knows how she likes it. Oh my gosh. I'm loving it. And, and it's, you know, I'm not saying I want another kid, but I, but I Aww. will say, I will say that, that this is such a beautiful age yeah. and, and it's so much, you know, yes, the beginning with Delilah was very hard. Yeah. The adjustment from one to two kids was very hard. Yeah. To the point where. It really put a strain on our marriage. Yeah. It was hard. I'm not going to lie to people. It was fucking hard. 
I just think, I think where, now, we, where we were in life too, like you and I, and you said that even like, you know, when we had the miscarriage and then we were kept trying for a child and you were like, do we really want to do this? Like you were the one who was like, I don't know if I really want one. Like life is getting easy. No, Garrett's no, independent. I, and you were like, I don't know if I want to start over again. That. And I was also trying to take the pressure off of you. I wanted to make sure that you didn't feel like you had to have a baby for me. Yeah. You know, and because you don't know how to react and you don't know what you're supposed to say. Right. Yeah. And, and I, as a man, I, I didn't, I went through it, but not like you did, Yeah, you know? So I was also trying to make sure that, that, that you didn't feel this pressure that you know, maybe I'm using the wrong words, but feel the pressure of, Oh, I am less of a woman because mm-hmm. I can't give my husband a baby. Yeah. You know, because that's how I feel. And, and, and that's how I felt too, where, you know, when we weren't getting pregnant and we weren't successful, I felt inadequate. And I felt like, man, here's my wife. She wants a baby more than anything. And I'm not able to give it to her. What if it is me? What if I find out that I'm the one yeah. that cannot give my wife a baby? I would, I would hope that, that my wife would be understanding and say, hey, it's okay. You know, if, if for, for whatever reason your sperm cannot produce a baby, yeah. I would feel crushed because I want to give my wife everything that she wants and she desperately wants a baby. And if I can't do that, so I was, I was thinking in that mindset of how, how would I feel? That's why I was telling you at those moments, I'm okay not having another baby Yeah, to take the pressure off of you so that you don't feel like, well, am I not adequate? Right? Well, we have another baby. Do you want to have another one? <laughs> If, if, if they would come out of your vagina at 18 months, yes. Yes. Because I am the happiest dad in the world right now. Right now. It's, Delilah, it's starting to get easier. Delilah is the cutest, sweetest, most fun. I mean, I'm loving, every, I love squeezing no, on No, I remember, I like very distinctly remember Garrett's first birthday party and you were like telling people, you're like, oh yeah, I mean, it's getting so much easier. Like... Once they hit a year, it's so much easier. And I'm like over in the corner at the party, like having a meltdown. Like, no, it's not easy. It's really fucking hard. It's still really hard. Um, but, but I do remember once they start to communicate more and once you kind of start with the potty training that 18 to two, 18 months to two years, like is it's really special and it's really fun and it's really cute. And they have these little teeth in their mouth and they smile, you know, <laughs> and, and yesterday, I mean, we, we had a little moment with her. Uh, she left a, she left a, an apple that she had been literally, she probably took 40 bites out of it <laughs> from everywhere. None of them were consistent. They were just all over. So we had this little baby bites out of this apple. And we're like, look at that. Look at the little bites. Look at the little bites. Cause she doesn't want it sliced. She wants to like bite into the whole apple. That's what's been so interesting about, Delilah, she is a don't help me. Yeah. And I want to be like the grown-ups. I don't want the car seat. I don't want the boosters. Yeah. I want to sit in the, the grown-up chairs. I don't want the little kid chairs. I want the grown-up yeah. chairs. And yeah. you know, she's so independent and and don't cut the apple. I want it like you eat it. And and you know, Garrett, Garrett wasn't quite like that. Oh my god, Garrett would let me wipe his butt now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, if I still did it. But Delilah's very like, I'm gonna do it this way. Yeah. And if you, she doesn't do it that way, she loses her shit like her mom. <laughs> if she doesn't get it the way she wants to do it, we have problems. But I do put my foot down and I do let her know, you know, crying is not going to get you what you want. So, yeah. you know, we make sure just so the people watching, 
we I do not, even though she is my princess, and even though yeah, uh, I tr- I do treat her different. She's not so much a big crier anymore. Not anymore. Well, yeah. because we did put our foot down at one point because she was. Yeah. And we would just walk away and go, crying's not going to help you. But also yeah. that lessons too, is they learn to communicate more. Now she knows her words are more effective than screaming or crying. Right. You know? and, and I mean the, the, oh my gosh, the, the, you know, we have the little, uh, we have a little step stool that she can walk on so that she can reach countertop height. And then it has like a little railing around it. So they don't fall back. So they don't fall back. And then yesterday, by the way, what is she? 18 months? Uh-huh. 19 months. 19 almost. months. Yeah. 19 months. She's sitting there and she goes, help. Dad, help. I'm trapped. She said, I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm like, what fucking 19 month old uses the word I'm trapped? I don't know where she got trapped from. Oh, speaking of, I didn't tell you this weekend. I'm pretty sure she dropped her fork and said, oh shit. Well, you know. <laughs> I text my mom and my mom goes, well, did she learn it from you or did she learn it from me? <laughs> uh, probably from you. <laughs> no, I don't think I haven't really slipped bad words around her. I don't think. Really, you have a potty mouth. I don't think I have. You do have a potty mouth, um, but it has been. Um, that's not Rick, is it? No. Um, that's my it, Nashville girlfriend. It, it has really been. Um, I said, I mean, that's the hard part. Like kids, you know, kids bring you so much joy, and they wear you out, and you know. But I would say that the joy and the love you have for your kids outweighs all of it, you know? Yeah. And there are those, there were those moments with, with Delilah in particular because of the circumstances, because she had, she was colicky and, and it was just a different experience and it was hard and yeah. it really put a strain on, on us. But, you know, we're so happy that we did have Delilah and that we have Delilah and, yeah. and, Right now, it just couldn't be any better. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I come home off the road and, and Garrett comes running towards me and jumps in my lap always, right? Jumps on top of me and gives me a big old hug. And, yes. and then, so then Delilah's like, me, me, <laughs> right? And she'll run towards me like Garrett and pretend to jump, you know, because she can't quite jump yet. And uh-huh. So it's, it's just really special and it's really cool. And, you know, my plan is to um, take it all in yeah. and enjoy... Um, the moments. Yeah. You know, really that, enjoy that, that was the thing this weekend. It's like, I so loved having them both in our bed. And I so loved just like the two of them playing in the bubble bath. Like the simple, easy things we got in the pool this weekend. I feel like we hadn't done that in a long time either. And um, I just feel like you miss out on those chill moments because it's so rare that you're like home for a weekend. We talk about this all the time that when you're home, there's everyone wants to come visit and we do want to seize the opportunities to spend time with other people. And so I just feel like you miss out on those simple little quiet moments. And I wish you, well, got that's not, that's not fair because I do, I do get them in the evenings when we all as a family jump in, in the pool. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we've done that a lot yeah. this summer. So, you, you know, know, the other thing that but, I, Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that ultimately in a marriage, that's why it is a marriage. Um, both parties have to sacrifice. You know, they're, you know I, I have to go to work. I just have to. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the one that makes the financial money in our family and, and I, I have to go to work. And it's like, does it suck? You know, Saturdays for me, it's the worst day. 
you know, Thursday, okay. Yeah. I saw my family. I gave them a kiss in the morning. I got on a plane. Thursday, I get there. The day's moving fast. I get on, I get on stage. I have a great show. I say hi to everybody. You know, Friday's fun, right? Because, well, Friday night, I can have a drink. I can hang out. I can relax. The crowds are always great. And then Saturday during the day, I'm just like, I just want to be home. Yeah. You know, I want to be home. I want to be with my family. I miss my family. I guess I'll go watch a fucking movie to do something Yeah. to, to get me through this day. And then the, the Saturday night shows are great audience wise, which is nice. But then afterwards, it's like, I'm not going to drink because I got to get on a plane. I got to come home and, and I don't sleep at all. Yeah. Literally at all. I mean, I, I got off, <clears throat> I walked into my hotel room Saturday night at 2 a.m. And I had to wake up to go to the airport at 4 a.m. Yeah. So by the time I had wind down and by the time everything got done, you know, it was already 4. So, you know, Saturdays for me are just the fucking worst, you know, and it, and it, it just tugs at me and makes me feel sad and. And, and I understand, you know, um, artists and, and why a lot of artists have um, addictions. Yeah. Because, you know, there's times where Saturday night I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get fucked up. You know, maybe I'll just drink. And then that way, you know, I pass out. And, you know, but, but I don't because I have bigger things in my life. Yeah. You know, my wife, my kids, and my home. So, but I do understand how some, and, and, and then you think about, at least my motivator is my wife and kids. Yeah. Right. You take that away. Well, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. I don't need to be home. Right. I might as well drink Saturday night. I might as well party. Yeah. I might as well take the late flight home Sunday. Right. Cause we'll screw it. I'll, I'll party Saturday night. I'll wake up at noon, get a three o'clock flight, get home and sleep. Yeah. Because I don't got anything to go to. So then you think about the people that don't have anything, how they could lead to, Addiction. Yeah. And I interrupted you. What were you going to say? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. We, oh, we were talking We were talking about the kids. We were talking about the kids. And um, two, we were saying, like, Delilah's a lot of fun right now. I think, do you remember we met someone and they were like, every week there's one night that I take one of the kids on a date and my wife takes the other kid on a date. And then the next week we swap. And I have the other kid... I get the girl and she gets the boy or whatever. That was, um, we've heard it several times, but I think the first time we heard it, me and you were eating dinner and a fan um, came up to us. Uh-huh. And he was eating dinner by himself with his daughter. Yes. And he, he actually, oh, he was not only He's was a high he school a, friend of mine. Yeah, not only was he, he was a, a fan, he was a high school friend of yours. And he goes, he goes, yeah, right now my wife is out with my son and I'm out with my daughter one-on-one, just yeah. us. Yeah. And it like stuck. I thought it was the best idea. And it's a I great feel like idea. Delilah's getting to the age now where maybe we try and do that. I think she's a little young, but <laughs> you're, you're worried about the potty and the panty situation. <laughs> no, it, you know, and, and, and me and you talk about this all the time in our marriage and, and, and we do find ourselves getting frustrated and, and we do get into arguments of, of, well, I do this and I do this and I do that. And then I'm the same way. Well, look what I do. And I do this and I do that. And, you know, and well, I do more than you and well, no, I do more than you. And, yeah. and ultimately I think that, that we both, you know, work as a team. We both work hard and we both bring different things to the buffet. 
For sure. I'm yeah. just saying I think it like because Delilah is little for the last two years, I have been Delilah heavy and you have been Garrett heavy. Um just because well, I don't know. Lately we wrestle. <laughs> but but my point is like I I think doing that allows you to get those, even if it's just an hour, it doesn't have to be a whole date. You know what I mean? But even if we just know that you're getting an hour, just you and her, and I'm getting an hour, just me and Garrett, I think it's really valuable. I think so too. And I'm all about it. And, and, you know, I, but going back to what I was saying, I, I truly believe, you know, men and women, we are different. Yeah. Are we mentally the same? Absolutely. Are we mentally both capable? Absolutely. But I think God gave us different skills. Yeah. When it comes to raising kids, you know, I, I always do the, our, our, just in general, I'm right? I'm just like, thinking of you changing a diaper. I'm just better at changing diapers than you But are. you are. I'm just better at cleaning up shit off little bums. You are. <laughs> you are. It, I, I am still very, very strong and I can work outside and I can drag limbs and I can climb a ladder and hold a chainsaw for, for six hours but I can't hold Delia for more than an hour. I'm like, uh, but you can. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that that we we bring different things to the buffet, and in sure. order and in order Absolutely. to in order to have a full buffet, uh-huh. you need different things. You need the salads. You need the desserts. You need yeah. You need the yeah, veggies. Yeah, yeah. You need the carbs. You need the steak, right? And and yeah. together, uh, we bring the full buffet. And I yeah. think, and I do think about people that grew up with single moms. You do need a dad. And you do need that male presence and you do need those skills. I'm not saying that. It's just hard that, for one person to do it. Regardless period. of if it's male or period. female, like whether yeah. you're a single mom or a single dad, it's just freaking hard for one person to do it. Yes. And, and I think that, that, you know, Garrett is very well-rounded because he has a very involved mom and dad. Yeah. I think Delilah's going to be well-rounded because there's a mom and a dad. And I, I, you know, I'm not saying that kids that come from single moms don't have amazing moms. You know, I'm just saying that 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 balance at home with the full buffet of skills at your disposal leads to more successful situations, yeah. right? Um, well, but, no, there's times I say like, I've had enough. I'm tapped out. You gotta come. <laughs> you gotta right. come here and grab this child before I lose my shit. You know. Well, that's what's been really interesting because um, you know Delilah has a a grit about her where she is she doesn't give up and when she's cranky or or sick Uh she's she goes she's crying and she's pissed off and she doesn't stop and it's interesting to me that when garrett was that way you could handle garrett delilah gets that way and you're like i i please just come get your daughter to me garrett was like so mild-mannered it was very rare that oh no garrett we went through it with garrett when he would when he would teeth or when he was tired yeah you know he would lose his shit but but i think it's the female energy you think so i don't know what it is thousand percent you are different with delilah and i'm different with garrett yeah you know but you are different with delilah your your ability to tolerate her screaming Versus Garrett screaming is very different. And it's so interesting to me to see you like, like I see it in your face. You're like, go get your daughter. You know, or you're trying and you're trying. And I walk in and I'm like, you want me to take over? And you're like, yes, please take this daughter of yours. Right. And I I, I think it is the female energy that, and I I just can't wait for her to be just like you. I just, it's going to be. 
<laughs> I am going to sit back with a bag of popcorn. I don't know. And a pickle. And I'm just going to watch you and No, the, I think I'm she's just gonna more... Watch she, does, she doesn't watch the trouble. She wants to get in the trouble. I think she's more your personality but she's also, than you think, Steve Trevino. She's also very or a personality. And I think she's... I want things my way. Your sense of humor. I do think she's I do think she's very independent. Yeah. I think she's very independent. She's very... I, I want to do it my way. And if I don't do it my way, there's going to be hell to pay. And... I'm just going to watch it all. <laughs> and I'm going to sit there, watch you deal with her. And I'm going to eat popcorn. And eat I just keep telling myself, guide the spirit. Just guide <laughs> the spirit. That's what I'm doing. I ju- I'm just going to, I'm telling you, I cannot wait till she becomes a teenager and she is the little spitting image of you and you're going to hate all of her traits. And I'm going to be like, oh, I know those traits. I know, I, I know those traits. She's bossy. She's stubborn. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'd be like hard to deal with, huh? No, I think I think little girls need to be fierce. I think we live in a world where little girls kind of need to be a little fierce. Absolutely, thousand percent. You know, I don't I don't want my daughter to be the I need to run and tell somebody that somebody hurt my feelings. Yeah. Right. I want my daughter to look at them and fucking handle them. You know, and have the confidence to handle them. I want yeah. her to be str- sharp tongued and aggressive and not afraid to speak up. And speaking of the only thing is that, and you're, you're going to, you're going to like, this is going to make you laugh and you're going to love it. She, I don't know if you've noticed this, but she says, sorry, a lot. And it's from, there's a damn Coco Melon song. That's where she learned it. There's a damn Coco Melon song. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me just be clear. Cause I never heard you say sorry. (laughs) I knew this is why you were going to love it. I've never heard you say sorry. So maybe a little Coco Melon in your life (laughs) will be good. But I don't want her to over apologize. I don't. I don't want her to be one of those people who says, sorry. Like, you know, there are people who like, even though they haven't done something, they're so meek. They say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's like, you didn't do anything wrong. Like I found myself, my mom noticed it too. When my mom was watching her and we were in Nashville. But there's a fine line between you who never says sorry, (laughs) who never apologizes, who never thinks they're wrong. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to start a fight and you know, cause sorry's are valuable. Yes, they are. So, they sorries, certainly are. Sorries help you continue a conversation. Sorries lead to, you know, my thing is it's okay to say sorry and still defend yourself. But if you don't say sorry at all and only defend yourself, now you're in a fight as opposed to being the other person being sympathetic to you. Because when you say sorry, you're actually taking somebody else's feelings into consideration. Sure. Yes, I agree with that. But it's also a, a Can we very... get that on the record? Can we somebody pick that cherry and send it to me? <laughs> Just so we know. I agree with you sometimes. There are things I agree with you on sometimes. It happens. Uh, it happens. Right, no, I, and I understand what you're saying too. You I mean you don't want somebody who's me but but I don't think I don't see that in Delilah. Yeah. You know, Delilah's very confident. Delilah tells you no. She does you can't manipulate her into doing something that she doesn't want to do. Yeah. You know, Lori and Gabe were here yesterday. And Lori was laughing because, you know, Lori wanted to play with her and she was playing in the little water table that her godmother gave her. Um, and, uh, and Lori goes, Hey, you want to show me your bike? And she was like, no. <laughs> she's like, Oh, well, do you want to show me your room and your bows? And you, you know, you're, you're no, like, she's like, no, I, I know what I'm doing and I know what I want to do. You know, she'll do that to me. I'm like, you want to do something? Else? No, no. I wanna wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. I know what I want to do. You know? So, so I don't think she's going to be the, 
the ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But I also think that the ooh, ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry comes also from from um, childhood, from growing up. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, you know, my parents, if I spilled milk, and I'm just using milk because that's the big analogy, right? Right. Don't cry over spilled milk. If I spilled milk, my parents would lose their shit. You know, when I was growing up, it'd be like, oh my God, and why did you do that? And aren't you paying attention? And come on. And, yeah. you know, and it was a, like, holy shit, I made, a, I made a mistake. So that also gave me the, you know. Kind of walking on eggshells. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you see it with Garrett where, hey man, you know, Garrett and I, we play ball in the room. We don't give a fuck. We're throwing, we're in the house. We're throwing the ball, you know, all over the house and. If you knock something over, you know, I don't go, oh my God, and why did you do that? You know, we just simply go, great, clean it up. Yeah. Yeah, you made that mess, clean it up. We don't get mad, we don't yell at them, we don't get excited about it. We just go, okay, hey, we make mistakes. Hey, maybe we should pay attention next time. Yeah. Right, so that we don't have to clean it up. But I think that the, the sorry, sorry comes from that, oh, you know, everything I do, oh shit, uh, uh, right. I'm sorry, like, uh, I'm going to get yelled at, I'm going to get screamed at, I'm going to get, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you know, we don't, we don't spank our children. We don't yell at our children. I mean, I, I go from here to Garrett and then it is like, he's yelling at me, uh -huh. you know, because yeah. it's not even, I'm not even yelling. I just raise my voice yeah. a little bit and it's like, dad's pissed. And I'm like, guy, you don't know pissed. <laughs> You have no idea what pissed is. Grandpa Joe. I kill motherfuckers. You know, Grandpa Joe gets pissed, right? Um, I I get pissed. Um, but but you know, I I think that that I don't think Delilah's gonna be the ooh sorry, yeah, girl. But I think I think sorry is a valuable tool. Sorry continues the conversation. Sorry acknowledges the other person's feelings and yes, helps I things move on. Yes. And I want her to grow up knowing how to say, I'm sorry. I think it will serve her very well in life, but I don't want, I just, I don't want her singing it like a Coco Melon song. I wonder if there's any therapists that watch our show. Cause I would really like to know, uh, I would know. I would what really, would you like to know exactly? The, the psychology behind, you know, how important is sorry? Is sorry submissive? Is sorry, like, I, I think sorry, in my opinion, is a very powerful word. I think sorry is a very strong position. Yeah. Because saying sorry. I think it's it, a way bigger conversation than that. It's how do you say it? How soon does a but come afterwards? Like, it's a very complex issue. It is very complex. And sometimes there is no but. And there shouldn't be a but. Right? When, when, you, when you completely made a mistake, there's just sorry. I will fix it. Yeah. Sorry, I was out of line. You were absolutely right, and I will fix it. Yeah. And I think that there's times that are, hey, I'm sorry. I understand how you feel that way, and I can put myself in your position, and I can understand why you feel that way. Yeah. And I am sorry for that. However, I would like you to know that, number one, I didn't mean it that way. Number two, I would never hurt your feelings. And because I did, I am willing to tell you I'm sorry. And to me... And, and, and it's a valuable tool. And I think sometimes people also need to hear sorry. Yeah. You know, they need to hear sorry so they can, and then it, and then it takes people's guards down. Right. If I come to you and I go, Hey, I'm upset about this, this, and this. And then you just defend yourself. Then I go, Oh shit. But, if, but if that person comes back to me and says, Hey, I'm sorry. Then you, you, your, your guard goes down and go, Oh, 
you're sorry? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah, then yeah. It, that to me, it leads to... So I, I think sorry is a very powerful, strong word and a strong tool if it is sincere. Yeah. You know, I think, I think not saying sorry is weak, in my opinion. Yeah. And you never say sorry, so you're very weak. That is not true. Don't um, but I would, I would honestly like to see if there is any counselors out there that, that do watch the podcast because I, 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 I'm not a counselor and I don't know if I'm right. I'm just telling you that's how my gut feels and that's how I feel. I, I you think know. you're spot on. Steve you had a hard Trevino. time, did you? I think, uh, I, I think you're spot on, Steve Trevino. Um, Thera- Rick, therapist Trevino. Well, no, no. I would like to know Rick's opinion on sorry. On sorry. I'm saying sorry. That's what you. <laughs> what did he say? Sorry, what? Sorry, come again. I, I say sorry all the time. But but you know what we're talking about. You know, is it a powerful tool or is it a sign of weakness? Oh, I, I, I mean, it depends on how you use it. I don't think anyone thinks it's a sign of. I'm well. I, I guess how I was referring to it was Delilah. But I think if you are using it correctly, I don't think it's a sign of weakness. I think it's a very powerful word. Like I said. Yeah. I think it's very strong, and I think that it is, uh, and, and and it takes humility, also to to be sympathetic and to apologize. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and I do, you know, Garrett. Uh, I forget what he did yesterday. I forget what he did, but he was like, and he used it perfectly. He goes, "Sorry, mom." Oh, I don't remember you know, either. I, I should have done that. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. You know, and and I was like, "Hey, good job, Garrett. Thank you for saying sorry. Like yeah. that's that was a good place to." Uh, to say it. And then if you're from the Midwest, you go, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. But I also think that, that, you know, the older that I have gotten, I have become more submissive. I've become, you know, um, um, more calm, more uh, um, chill, if you will, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean. You think so? When I was younger, I was gonna say I don't know. When I was younger, <laughs> some, some, sitting over here, I'm not so sure. When I was younger, somebody could have baited me into a fight by words. Oh you yeah, know. yeah, that for sure. You know, yes. You're a pussy. Um, you I know, think, but that's self control. You know, you ain't shit, and you know, you know, I whoop your ass, and I'm like, okay, man. Great. I think you're referring to self control. Yeah, but it's also a a a, 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 a certain confidence. And a when you with age and confidence and, yeah. and you know also understanding the consequences and go I'm not gonna fight you yeah your mind yeah I'm gonna avoid every possible situation I'm a grown man who has a family no yeah. call me whatever you want go ahead you know um, I also saw uh, very quickly because we gotta get out of here I also saw a, a just an amazing photograph of Dave Chappelle Chris Rock and Kevin Hart on stage together with a goat. With a goat? Kevin Hart. Are they on tour together? And why well, were they with a goat? Uh, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock are on tour together. Dave Chappelle showed up and opened for them. And so, brought them a pet goat? Well, uh, <laughs> apparently Kevin Hart bought the goat uh-huh. and then gave it to Chris to call Chris the goat, right? Uh, um, and he named the goat Will Smith, which I thought was was hilarious, but... I just thought to myself, what an amazing photograph, right? What an uh-huh. amazing show. Here are three of the most successful black comedians 
in the world yeah. together on stage with a goat. And I thought to myself, as a Mexican-American, do I have anything close to that? And we don't. And it's sad. As an so example, me you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what a wonderful picture. And, and congratulations to them because they, I know they're selling out. And, and what a cool thing for Kevin Hart to do to bring a goat on stage. Uh, you know, I, I guess if they would have brought a goat for me, we would have eaten it. So that's, <laughs> that's a plus for the goat. But uh, we had a wonderful time today. I think it was a good podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very laid back. Uh, I will read the comments and, and check them. And to all of you who are new um, to the Trevino family, welcome to the family. Oh, oh, just real quick before I forget, speaking of Delilah, I have to say thank you to Raina Mitchell. She gave us some touchstone crystal, like the sparkle little jewelry. The minute I opened it up, Delilah wanted the necklace on. She has like Delilah, she sent Delilah a little birthstone and She's They're so sweet and they come to the shows and they hang out. And, yeah. and oh, I'm so bummed. You got to remind me next week because I have a shirt from San Jose, from some fans that, that I have gone, uh, now I recognize I them. I know who you're talking about because I saw the picture of them and I recognize them too. They're yeah. like, they bring, I think last time I saw them, I don't see them as they much as you They brought me a McDonald's do. gift card. Chick-fil-A gift Chick card. Yeah. Like, yes, they always they're always they're, they're always so thoughtful. He has and, a ponytail. Yeah, big guy with yeah. a ponytail and, and, and they're always so thoughtful and they made me a really funny, cool shirt and I wish I would have remembered to bring it on this podcast, but hopefully uh, we will remember uh, next week. So, Irvine, California this weekend. We have been sold out for a week. The week after that is a private gig. Yeah. And then the week after that is our first, the theater tour kicks off. And Borgata went on sale. Did we talk, have we talked about that? You're going to New Jersey. We are going to New Jersey. And it like the tickets went flying off the shelves. There's not many tickets left, which is crazy. Will they add a show, you think? I'm hoping. You know, the more monies I can make in Atlantic City in a casino. I was casino. Like really excited because I've never done Atlantic City and I want to do it. But I think the day before you're in Bakersfield. So you're going from like one end of the country to the next. So I don't, I don't, know, know, I don't how know how we're that's going to work. I don't know how we're going to do it. And I, I talked to Jeremy and Jennifer because um, what we might do is go to Bakersfield. I dump you off there. Uh-huh. They drive you to Vegas Sunday and we meet in Vegas on Sunday, Monday, and then come home. That's, Why are, we, are you squeezing in a Vegas trip? Is that what just happened? Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to make one casino by yourself and then come meet me. In I'm going to make one. all the monies in Atlantic city. So I'm going to have to take that monies and take it to Vegas. Cause that's okay. my, my favorite town. Okay. Um, but we love you guys so very much. Please continue to like and share. Please continue to support the people who support us. We will see you soon. I am Steve Trevino. And I am Captain Evil.